Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know. That like became the intro to this podcast. I always say that, but like if you're new here, welcome. If you're a member of the fam, hey, today is another episode of the podcast. Guys, I took a week off because I was traveling and it was so insane. Like I went back and forth to LA like twice in the past two weeks. So I didn't really have time to do that, but we are back with the pod and I hope you can't hear the insane echo. I like hear an echo in this room. I'm in a new Airbnb. So look at where I am. Look at this new setup. Ooh, fun. Um, if you guys don't know, I live out of Airbnbs, so it's kind of crazy. Like my life is so chaotic and fun, but I want an apartment. Like, okay, life update before we get into the pod, of course. I kind of want to get an apartment in LA. Oh, also, also update on the pod. It's a freaking year of me being in LA, guys what? That does not feel real at all. It is officially one year of me being in LA. And I just like, that does not click in my head. Like that is so insane to me that this time last year I was coming to LA for the first time from New Jersey, didn't know anybody, like literally did not have any friends here or any connections. And I just came here on a whim and I've been living here for a year now and progress update. I have amazing friends. Like this is insane. Like this is like friendships that I dreamed of when I was a kid, like people that actually I respect and like look up to and just like really good friendships in my life. I've also been single for a year now, which is like honestly the best thing ever. Like I feel so good, content, happy on my own. And trust me, I was destroyed after this breakup last year. So like everything's just very full circle to me right now. Like it's like, it's been a year since you moved to LA. It's been a year since you made all these friends. It's been a year since you've been single and like living on your own. And like, I don't know, you like cue you're on your own kid by Taylor Swift because I, I just feel really good right now. Okay. But yeah, I, I'm in a really good place. Um, I've been feeling more confident in myself. I'm like really happy with my lifestyle and like the routine that I've created now with like the podcast and like making content. And I just feel really good. But one thing about <laughs> my life that's on my mind is that I really want to settle. I really want to get an apartment here in LA. Um, that's just one thing that I've been thinking about because it's really hard for me to keep moving from Airbnb to Airbnb. That's like one thing that's like always on my mind. I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to move in like a few weeks. You know what I mean? So I need a place. Other than that, other than that, I'm doing amazing. What else is going on? Hmm. I started posting more singing videos on the internet, which is kind of scary and spooky and crazy, but I love singing. I just don't know if I'm good at it. Like, I think I have singing dysmorphia where like, I'm like, sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm a good singer. And sometimes I'm like, I'm just not a singer. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I don't know what's going on with that, but we'll see. Sometimes you guys comment really nice things and it makes me want to post more singing videos. So I don't know. But um, that is my life update for right now. Welcome back to the pod. If you guys are new here, we cover everything girl talk. I answer all the questions. I talk about everything with no filter and I love it. And it's so much fun. And if you're new here, make sure to follow the podcast um, on Spotify, Apple Music or YouTube, whichever one you want um 
yeah, that's super fun. Uh, ooh, why am I like awkward? <laughs> okay, let's get, oh, oh, I forgot to turn my ringer off. That's not good. Okay, today we are going to be, wait, today I'm going to be answering more questions from you guys. I got a bunch of questions on Snap, so I'm going to go through them and answer the girl talk cues and just like anything you guys ask me because I think these are really fun and fresh. I haven't done like a, a podcast episode where I just talk about one topic in a while, but I think it's because you guys like these like ask Nick type videos instead. So I'm going to keep making them until you guys want me to stop. But if you guys want me to talk about a specific topic for a whole episode, comment down below so I know what it is and I'll think about it or do it. You know what I mean? And then I'll give you credit. So as always, also, if you have any questions for the pod, follow me on Snapchat, Instagram, and the podcast itself. You can ask questions on it on Spotify and YouTube comments. So you have a lot of ways to reach me. I always look at them and I always put you guys in the videos. Let's get into the girl talk. Okay. Ooh, someone said, okay, the first question about me. Someone said, do you remember the first video you went viral with? Oh, Oh, first video I went viral with. I, I do. I do. Okay. I think the first video I went viral with was a POV and I made it and I was like, <laughs> it was literally just me standing in my dorm room and I made a POV called sixth graders at the mall. And I posted that. And I think that was my first viral video. It got like hundreds of thousands of likes. And I was, I remember it hit like 25 K views and I was like, Oh, <gasps> I made it like I was so happy because if you guys don't know I've wanted to be a video creator my entire life like I used to watch youtubers so I've always wanted to do this like this is literally my dream job and so when my first video like got views I was like oh I made it you know what I mean I just sounded like a zombie <laughs> okay <laughs> but I think that's the first video I went viral with or there was one video I made that was like how to get boba at starbucks and it was like a milk tea recipe that you could order at starbucks but everyone was so mad because there was no actual boba in the drink so then i just got a bunch of hate comments about boba and that was really random that was like my second viral video i don't know but after that my next video to go viral was breakup advice because i was going through a breakup and that went viral and then my ex in college was like can you stop making videos about me and i was like i'm not making videos about you i'm just making videos period about my own experiences and thoughts and feelings it's not about you but shout out to him <laughs> Gosh. What, what am i saying okay anyway moving on let's answer the next one um ooh. when is your birthday my birthday was september 26th i'm a libra i'm a libra libra girls i love libra girls i think they're the best people ever well that's a little biased but I am a Libra. My birthday September 26th. It just passed. I'm 23 now. <laughs> okay, anyway, sorry for squealing at you. <sighs> okay, let's answer some advice questions. I'm going on Snapchat right now. Oh, someone said, I know I'm probably overthinking, but I think one of my close friends is obsessed with my boyfriend. She always saves snaps he sends her in chat. It's probably nothing. I'm just overthinking. Okay, 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 okay. I need to know more context here. Like, why do you think she's obsessed with your boyfriend? If it's because if it's solely because she's saving his chats in in Snapchat, I do that just because I have like bad memory. 
like if I'm talking to someone on Snapchat, I have the worst memory and I literally need to like save their message just in case I forget what they said and I'm like replying later. So that's not that sus to me. However, if you feel like your best friend is obsessed with your boyfriend, I mean, that's just like really strange. Like as a best friend, your role is to make sure that your other best friend knows that you're not into their boyfriend at all. Like you got to like be extra standoffish with them. You know what I mean? Like be friendly. But you got to be extra standoffish so that your best friend doesn't worry about that crap. Like that is just, that is just girl code 101. Uh, do not be too friendly with your friend's boyfriend. That is just weird behavior. Like that, if someone's like trying to like flirt with your boyfriend and they're like your so-called friend, I would lose it. I think I would lose it. Like it is just girl code to be like extra like, no, I don't want your man. Okay, like stay away i am i am 10 foot pole 10 foot pole from me and him you know what i mean that is the way to go so but yeah i don't know if it's just saving messages in chat then maybe it's nothing but if she's giving you other signals that she's interested in him like one time i was talking to this guy in high school and my friend was like let me add him on snapchat for you just so i can like just so i can like see if he's good enough for you like that was weird and i was like don't do that you know what i mean like mm, like if it's other signals like i would just distance a little bit and be like stop stop doing that <laughs> but yeah I wouldn't say anything unless I was like really sure that they were hitting on my boyfriend that is a weird situation someone said how to ask a boy you like from school who is in your classes for his snap we are both in year nine oh oh get in the snaps okay I would say to make an excuse of why you need their snapchat like i would literally be like oh my gosh this homework assignment is so so hard want to work on it together and then get their snapchat or be like oh my gosh i keep forgetting to do that the freaking uh, do you want me to send you the homework and then sometimes you'll send me the homework like i don't know i'd think of a little system a little little sneaky like sneaky way to get in there where you get their snapchat so it's not just like you're like hey give me your snapchat you know you gotta be sneaky with it you gotta be like oh i just really just really need help with this assignment it's so hard and then there you go then you talk about it together Ooh, that's so exciting i love little crushes little school crushes little school crushes are the best thing in the world having a crush on someone in your class was the most exhilarating feeling ever. It just spices up your life a little bit, makes your life a little more interesting. And I love it. I actually really miss that feeling of liking someone in your classes. I remember years in school where I wouldn't have a crush. I would be so freaking bored. Like hit me with something. I need to feel something like that's how I would feel. But I love having crushes. I think I had like five crushes freshman year of high school and that was too many. <laughs> I've learned to calm down since then, but I just remember how being like, it would just make your life so much more fun when you had a crush. Cause you'd have like one small interaction with them and you'd be like, Oh, like you'd think about it for three days straight. Like, it's just so fun and fresh. Like, I don't know. Have fun. Enjoy your life. I don't know. I love, I love that time period. Okay. Ooh. Oh my gosh, I've never talked about this. Someone said, at what age did you get your first kiss and how old are you? Mm. Let me just preface this by saying that there is no age that you need to have a first kiss by. There is no age you need to do anything by. I think that's a huge thing growing up where you're like, I, I haven't had my first kiss and I'm 14. I haven't had my first kiss and I'm 17. Like, there's no timeline, girl. Like, you take your time with that one. Also, it's not always great to just be kissing people. Like, have some standards. Have some, like 
don't be available for everybody okay like you need to be like this gem this treasure and you're super hard to get to you know what i mean like your standard should be up here so that people only certain people can meet those standards you don't want to just kiss anybody just to have your first kiss that's not the way to do it but anyway um my first kiss oh gosh i've never talked about this i think i was <laughs> I think I was 13. Looking back, that is so young. That is so young. Like I was a child. I was basically in a diaper. Okay. Anyway, I had my first kiss at 13 Um, and I'm 23 now. 10 year anniversary. (laughs) Actually, the guy I had my first kiss with is still one of my like closest friends in life. And I think that's so funny. Um, We dated for about a week. And then I broke his heart. Just kidding. It was like a mutual thing, but it was like an eighth grade romance and we're still friends. So like shout out, but yeah, anyway, (laughs) I think that's hilarious. Okay. Mm, My gosh. Oh, what do you do if you have a toxic friend, but you're too scared to move away? I feel like I always get questions about toxic friends and people are so scared to like distance themselves. Like I always get questions that are like, I have a toxic friend, but I don't know what to say to her. I don't know how to tell her. I don't want to be friends anymore. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do that. Like I get so many of those questions from you guys. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You don't owe anyone anything. And that toxic friend is going to make you feel like crap, whether you're friends with them and people pleasing them or you tell them that you don't want to be friends with them like no matter what you do you're not going to win in this situation because they're toxic they're going to make you feel bad no matter what you do so the best thing you can do is do something for you okay distance yourself from them and if they ask if they're asking like hey why aren't you inviting me to things why aren't we hanging out anymore just be like oh like you could straight up tell them like, I don't feel like our friendship is good for me. Like it doesn't make me feel better about myself. I feel like this, this, and this that you do make me feel bad and just explain it because I feel like that's a really mature way to put it. But if they don't respond well to that, you don't owe them anything. Okay. Like you do not owe them. You don't even have to give them an explanation. You could just distance yourself. But if they ask, you could communicate, Hey, I don't love this. And if they fix it, great. You're friends again. But like, cause sometimes people don't know that they're hurting you. So you got to kind of lay it out there for them. But if you lay it out there and they don't change, you got to go your own way. You got to go your own way and don't feel bad. Okay. You don't owe anyone anything. There's so many people in your life who are going to be so much better for you. If someone is making you feel bad and they're your so-called friend, like friendships are supposed, take it from me. Friendships are supposed to be easy. Friendships are supposed to make you feel really good and warm on the inside. You're supposed to come back like smiling after you hang out with your friends. You're not supposed to be wondering how, if you were weird or not around them. You're not supposed to be wondering if you said the wrong things. You're not supposed to be tiptoeing around them. You're not supposed to be trying not to make them mad at you. Friendships are supposed to be very easy and seamless and they should just be fun and happy. There doesn't need to be any drama involved at all. And that's something I didn't realize till like a lot later in life. Like right now I have such a solid group of friends and I'm just, I'm content. I don't have a ton of them, but I'd almost rather it that way. Like I want people who are genuinely, genuinely deeply know me and are there for me and support me and know what I'm working towards and like, and like just show love and support and there doesn't ever need to be drama. So that's just one thing you need to learn is that if you're experiencing drama, that is just a part of growing up. And honestly, some people are going to be like that forever. Like some people never change, but for the most part, it's a maturity thing. And 
you need to find people who are more like you because those drama loving people will find more drama loving people and they will be miserable together. But you need to find people who are like you with like a lot of love to give, a lot of support to give and want to have fun and not be dramatic. And there are people like that, I promise, but you just like cannot stick around and keep the dramatic ones around because they're going to taint your world. Like they're literally going to make your life negative in any way they can because they themselves are miserable. Wow. I did not expect to rant about that for so freaking long, but it's so true. So I'm glad I did that. I hope you guys got something from that part because I literally always get toxic friend questions. And I just want you guys to know that that's not normal. That is not normal to have someone who's putting you down all the time, who's making you feel like you're weird, who's making you feel insecure. Like it's not normal. Your friends should actually make you feel really good and confident. So if they're not, you don't owe them anything. You can leave that friendship you can leave that friendship and they're gonna make you feel bad. Like I've had friends that try to make me feel bad for not being friends with them anymore, trying to guilt me. But at the end of the day, look out for yourself because they're just gonna make you feel worse and worse and worse. And they just don't stop because they, they themselves are negative, miserable people. So, wow. I just, I just went off on that one. Okay. Let's see. Are you seeing someone? <laughs> <sighs> I am not. I am not. I am not. <laughs> Guys, I have been in the era of like very short talking phases and situationships. And that, <laughs> like, that's okay. Okay. I think that's a sign that I'm supposed to be single right now, you know, like focus on myself type vibes. But the thing is about being single is like sometimes you feel like I, sometimes I feel like I have my life together and then I'm just like, okay, like put someone in coach, like give me like something to work with because I'm just like, sometimes I feel so good with like every other aspect of my life. I'm like, why don't, why don't I have a boyfriend? Also it's cuffing season. So that's freaking terrible for the single people of the world. Like that's so hard. Can we talk about how hard it is to not have a boyfriend for cuffing season? Like everything around me is like screaming. I should be in a relationship. Like my friends have really long-term boyfriends that they're super happy with right now. But I kind of like being the single friend. I kind of love it because like, I feel like I'm in an era of like working on myself, which sounds so like cliche. Like everyone that's single is working on themselves. You know what I mean? We're kind of forced to, but I kind of love it. Like I feel so good, like not having to worry about anyone else. It's kind of a blessing. Like you kind of have to be like, wow, this is so fun and fresh instead of being like, I want a boyfriend. Also, it's something that you can't really look for. So... <laughs> I love that that question was just like, are you seeing someone? And I'm like going off on this five minute rant, but this is how I feel. Okay. It's not something you can look for you by being yourself and being your best self will attract people who are also working on themselves and being them best selves, being their best selves. And that's how you're going to find someone who's like your partner and like someone who's really good at, with you as a team. Whereas if you're looking for it, you're just going to kind of like make anyone the right guy, quote unquote, because you're going to be like searching for it. And then your brain, whoever you meet is going to try to mold 
Your brain's literally going to try to mold them into being your dream guy and like change and like ignoring the red flags. And your brain literally like ignores things, ignores the red flags and tries to make them your dream guy when you're looking for it. So you can't look for a relationship. You have to just be your best self. And then like you find someone who's also being their best selves because that's how energy works for some reason. Like it's always when you're not looking for it that you attract people. So yeah, I'm really just going to embrace being single. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> do I want a boyfriend though? Like sometimes, like one day, I was, like, the other day, I was trying to open a jar of salsa, and I really needed a boy for that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay. What age did you start dating at? Ooh, what a question. Okay, I started dating. Um. Well, I don't know because I started dating, but like, I feel like my relationships really early on in life, like don't count because they were so surface level, but I guess it is still dating. My first boyfriend, which was literally the week long relationship I was telling you guys about was when I was 13, but okay, please. Like there is no age that you need to start dating. Like if I could, I like, there's no, there's nothing you're gaining from dating at like 13, 14, 15, like in my opinion, the best time to like start dating if you're going to, like the earliest that you could, you should probably start if you want to is like 16, 17. But even then, like those relationships, like the boys were not mature enough to like be real. Like I feel like only now am I meeting guys who are like really looking for relationships or like actually mature enough. And even then I'm not meeting that many of them. So like, honestly, girl, I, I found out about this when I was younger. Guys don't mature till they're like 25. <laughs> A 17-year-old girl has the same emotional intelligence of like a 25-year-old guy. I don't know where I'm reading this from. This could be incorrect, but I heard that once and it has stuck with me forever. Like, I'm like, that is so true. Like now that I'm 23 and out of college, I'm meeting guys who are more like serious about everything. But even in college, they were not. So like, don't force yourself to date people. Like, wait until you find someone who's like one, a good partner and two, wants that and number three like worked on themselves enough to be in a relationship the thing is that I've realized by being in relationships and maturing is that you are not gonna have a good relationship until both of you have had seasons where you're just working on yourself so don't go looking for it and also it's okay if you don't date till you're like past 20 like that's okay like girl I don't know I don't think there's any rush to it because all my teenage relationships kind of weren't, they weren't anything special, you know what I mean? Like, uh, they were so immature. Like, we fought about the most immature things. Like, we broke up for the most immature reasons. Like, I feel like now I'm like an adult and I'm like, whoa, like the next person I meet could be like the person I marry. You know what I mean? And that's terrifying. But it like makes me want to work on myself and like, don't, don't rush dating. Like you can date, you'll have plenty of time to date and plenty of time to be in relationships. Like enjoy the time in your life where you're not actually, because you're not always going to be like that. So you got to enjoy it. Okay. You got to enjoy it. Let's see what else. Slay. Okay. I got disconnected. Oh, my camera just like literally ran out of storage. Okay. Anyway. Um, oh, someone said how to be more comfortable in my own skin girly pop okay i remember let me get comfy for this one huge thing that people don't realize about confidence is that you're never going to feel confident not fully not all the time not 100 percent. not 24 7 it's not a skill where you can just 
work on it and then you have it for life. Like that's not what confidence is. Confidence is like a muscle. Some days you're not going to feel happy with yourself. You're going to feel like your body could use a lot more work. You're going to feel like you wish you could change features on yourself. You're going to feel like you hate your personality. You're going to feel like you're cringy. You're going to feel like you said the wrong things, that you were weird in a certain situation. Like you are never fully going to feel confident. You're always going to have a voice in the back of your head that is nagging you or bullying you or feeding into your insecurities because that's just life, because that's just a response to growing up and being a girl and not feeling like you're good enough because society tells you you're not. There's always going to be something there that makes you feel like you're not good enough, but you are also going to have amazing confidence days and times where you feel like the best person on the planet, times where you love your personality. And even someone like me, who's like, I've worked on my confidence so much. I still have days pretty often where I am so hard on myself and I feel like I'm not doing enough and I feel like I'm not good enough for so many things. And you just have to know that that voice is not you. That voice is not you. That is a product of that is a product of growing up in a society where we're taught to be a million different things. That voice in your head is not you and you can choose to ignore it because beauty is subjective, okay? One thing you need to know is there's not one version of beautiful. When it comes to personality, there are so many strengths that you have that other people wish that they had. When it comes to looks, there are so many features on you that are beautiful that other people would kill to have and you're trying to get rid of. Like beauty is so subjective. I promise you when you walk down the street, there are people that are like, wow, that girl is so beautiful. I wish I was like her. Or when you talk, there are people that are like, wow, that girl is so confident. I wish I could sound like her. Like there's always going to be a part of you that wants what you don't have. But you just need to realize that all the things that you do have are things that other people want and things that you need to embrace and feel like proud of. Because at the end of the day, there are people that are looking at you and wanting what you have, wanting the personality you have, the looks you have, and you're doing the same thing to other people. And if you constantly live in the mindset of comparing yourself, you're never going to be happy. And don't get me wrong, you're still going to have days where you feel insecure no matter what. But you need to consciously love yourself. You need to make the decision. It's a choice to be kind to yourself and to show love to yourself. That is a choice you make every single day. And that's why it takes work because you literally have to pull yourself out of feeling like you're not good enough and tell yourself that you are. It's a commitment to yourself. When you when you love yourself, it is literally a commitment. Like you have to work on that. You have to nurture that. You have to remind yourself of things every single day because otherwise you're going to feel insecure again. Like it's just inevitable. But over time, the more you're kind to yourself and love things about yourself and consciously talk about things you like about yourself, you will just become more used to it and it'll become like second nature to love yourself and you'll just realize that you'll have a lot more confident days than insecure days and that doesn't mean you're not going to feel insecure you will but confidence comes and goes no matter what but the more you work on it the more it'll be there i promise you oh i freaking love you guys okay i think we're gonna end it there because i have talked for a long time i love you guys so freaking much like you guys are actually my family this is my favorite thing in the world to talk to you guys 
And I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Effie, let me know what you want me to talk about in the next one. And I will. I literally will for you guys because I love you. Um, <laughs> I hope you guys enjoy these podcast episodes. If you do, rate the pod so I know how you feel about it on Spotify, Apple Music, whatever you're listening to this t- on. And subscribe to the YouTube if you're not already. I love you guys. Also, add me on Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok. You know the drill. I make a lot of videos. Yeah, but I love you guys and I always get questions from you guys on those platforms. So definitely make sure to leave your questions if you have any and I will talk to you in the next epi. I love you guys. Forehead kiss. Bye. <laughs>